0: Welcome back to WTBU News Today. I'm Stella Lawrence. Boston has been cooling off following a few warmer days with scattered showers yesterday. Temperatures Tuesday are expected to reach a high of 59 and rainy, with the rest of the week looking warmer on Wednesday and Thursday and a chance of rain Friday and Saturday. Now we'll move into the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On October 11th, zero members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19. For the week of October 5th to October 11th, 0.03% of tested students were deemed positive for the coronavirus, with 0% of tested faculty and 0.08% of tested staff also receiving positive test results. On average, BU's lab took 18.8 hours to process each test. Despite cases rising worldwide, BU hasn't come anywhere close to the daily positive record of nine students it set in September at the official start of the semester. In total, 145 members of the BU community have tested positive this fall. Ten students are currently in isolation, and 97 students have recovered from the disease. Joining us now is Amanda Schneider with a story about
1: the death of a Massachusetts man in Maine. The body of a Massachusetts man was recovered from the shores of a remote lake in Maine on Saturday. The body of 64-year-old James Fulgeniti was found near Little Beaver Pond after his camp, boat, and dog were found abandoned by a nearby campground owner. Four game wardens searched for Fulgeniti after the campground owner called the main warden service on Saturday morning. His body was discovered near the shore of the pond around 2.30 p.m. According to investigators, his boat broke free from his camp and drifted away, and he likely walked along the shore in an attempt to retrieve it. In Fairfield, Connecticut, I'm Amanda Schneider for WTBU News. And now we'll head over to Evan Jimenez
0: for a story about the confirmation hearings for Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett.
2: The Senate Judiciary Committee met on Monday to begin proceedings regarding the appointment of Judge Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Coney Barrett said that she was honored and humbled to accept the nomination in her opening remarks and vowed that she would rule impartially in her cases. The hearing begins a week of hotly contested meetings on the Senate floor as Republicans look to confirm Coney Barrett before the election in three weeks' time. Senate Democrats have voiced their concerns over Coney Barrett's nomination, fearing that she will vote to overturn the Affordable Care Act and charging that Senate Republicans are rushing through the process. Senate Republicans, meanwhile, have said that Coney Barrett is a fine addition to the court and that she is more than qualified to serve. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Evan Jimenez for WTBU News.
0: Next, a story regarding Joe Biden's latest campaign move from Griffin Buck.
3: Joe Biden campaigned Monday in Ohio, attempting to expand the battleground map and keep President Donald Trump on the defensive in a state thought to be out of reach for Democrats after Trump's wide margin of victory there four years ago. The Democratic presidential nominee stressed an economic message and touted his own record while casting Trump as having abandoned working class voters who helped him win the Rust Belt states that put him in the White House in 2016. In Toledo, Biden addressed United Auto Workers who represent a local General Motors powertrain plant. The former vice president spoke in a parking lot with about 30 American-made cars and trucks arrayed nearby, and he struck a decidedly populist note praising unions and arguing that he represented working-class values while the Republican Trump cared only about impressing the Ivy League and country club set. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Griffin Buck reporting for WTBU News.
0: Finally, an update from Jenny Kornraish about a state of emergency in Kyrgyzstan.
4: Kyrgyzstan's president on Monday ordered a new week-long state of emergency in the country's capital after parliament failed to consider and approve his previous order within the legally required three days. The confusion reflected the chaos that has engulfed the country after a disputed parliamentary election triggered mass protests. According to the Office of President Sarunbhai Jinbakov, The state of emergency in Bishkek is to last from 8 p.m. Monday to 7 a.m. on October 19th and implies a curfew, a ban on rallies, and other public events, and travel restrictions. The new decree also reiterates the order to deploy troops to the capital to enforce the measure. Gene McCoff's previous decree declaring a state of emergency in Bishkek was signed Friday when a protest in the city turned violent and gunshots were fired at several political leaders. It became void Monday as lawmakers didn't consider it within three days. From Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Jenny Kornreich from, for WTBU News.
0: That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune into our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Amanda Schneider, Evan Jimenez, Griffin Buck and Jenny Cornraish, I'm Stella Lawrence reporting from Boston, Massachusetts for WTBU News.